Welcome back to the Merrimack pregame show, sponsored by TSR Hockey. And joining us is the head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers, as Wisconsin is in town to play Merrimack tonight. And it is Tony Granado. And first of all, Tony, uh, you know, before we start talking about your team, you know, I see you're going to be uh, coaching the Olympic team. It seems, you know, last year we go out there, we see you guys. You're you're going to school, you're studying, you're, you're yeah. and coaching the team. Now, you know, you're taking on the Olympic team. How do you have time to do all this stuff? You got to share your secret with us. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously, it's a tremendous honor to be part of an Olympic staff uh, this year is a little bit unique from the standpoint of the fact that we're not going to uh, uh, get a team together really till right before the tournament starts. So we got one tournament in November in Germany that we'll play with uh, all our professionals that are playing in Europe. So we're taking 30 players that are playing uh, professionally in Europe to be part of the Deutschland Cup. And then uh, we'll return back to Madison and coach our Badgers. And then uh, the second week of February, we'll head to South Korea and, and uh, announce our, I guess we'll announce our final roster probably around the 1st of January. But that'll include players from college, players that are playing professionally uh, in Europe, and maybe a couple guys that are on minor league contracts as well. So it's a little bit challenging just from the st- standpoint you've got to scout and keep your eye on the players that are that are in your pool of, uh, of available to you, and, and uh, we got a lot of people that are doing a lot of work to try and see uh, what type of team we can put together. But we're excited; lots yeah. of good players out there for us, and and uh, we got a great coaching staff with Chris Chelio, Scott Young, uh, Keith Elaine, and Ronnie Ralston. And uh, we think we're going to have a fun team to coach and, and a fun team that can compete and, and play well at the Olympics. You played for a team that I thought was, uh, you know, before the pros, maybe yeah. one of the best teams, 1988 team. Uh, so you've had a chance to play for them. You've been an assistant coach. Now you're going to be the head coach. What does it mean to you? Well, it's everything for me. Like, the, there wasn't a more exciting phone call that I've ever had, <laughs> you know, than to say, hey, we want you to be the coach of an Olympic team. So uh, I've been fortunate, like you said, to play in the Olympics. I've been fortunate enough to be an assistant coach in Sochi. Uh, I've also been there as a spectator watching my sister uh, play. So I've had a lot of different uh, chances to be at Olympic venues, and there's no better stage or no nothing more exciting than to have a chance to cheer for, play, coach, or be part of an Olympics with the red, white, and blue on your on your chest. So, so to me, it means a ton. Uh, I think it's going to be an exciting tournament for us. It's a different format, like you said. No NHLers this year for the first time since 1994. Uh, but I think the depth of USA Hockey is going to be uh, – it's a chance for us to show off our depth. I think we've got some players out there that a lot of people aren't aware of that are available to us that will uh, we'll put together a real exciting team that the Americans will be proud of. Well, speaking of an exciting team, you guys are off to a great start this year, 3-1. and one. I win last night at Boston College. Uh, I know that before going into the week, you wanted to see a little bit more offense, and, and it seems like you got that last night, goals from four lines. We got goals from four lines. I, I don't think we played uh, great. I think Boston College probably deserved a better fate than what the score actually indicated. Uh, I think we made the most of, of uh, some mistakes that they made. I think we made the most of some opportunities that we had. Uh, but uh, they got a great skating team. Uh, I thought once we got the lead, we buckled down and played better defensively. Our goaltender's been great for us. He's kept us in games at key situations. The other thing we did, we stayed very disciplined. We, we gave him one power play all night. And when you're playing on the road, you can't put yourself in a position where you're in trouble, where you're, where you're killing penalties all night. So that'll be another huge key for us tonight. And, and I thought the flow of our lines last night, because of the fact that we didn't have any, any penalty kills, uh, so to speak, was, was very important in how the game went. 
You know, speaking of goaltending, Kyle Hayton transferred to you guys, playing for you now as a graduate student. Uh, he's the one player on your team that's been here before, uh, played here last year or the, two years ago uh, with St. Lawrence at Merrimack. Did he have anything, any advice or anything for the team? Well, he said they're going to come hard. Uh, so I did. I talked to him about it. I've seen a game in here as well when the, when the U18s played in here yeah. during the lockout. I don't know how many years ago. So so I've been in this building too. I, I know it's a it's a fun college atmosphere, and I think tonight, like you said, with everything going on on campus, it's going to be just a, one of those. This is why you play college hockey for nights like this, and you come into a building like this. It's exciting. Uh, it's a little bit smaller of a building. It seems like the fans are going to be right on top of us, and uh, and I'm sure they'll come offline. So we'll have to be at our best to, to play well tonight. Uh, Trent Frederick had a goal last night. We didn't get to see him last year. He was injured, unfortunately, but he and Cam Hughes, two Boston Bruins draft picks. So for the Merrimack, Merrimack fans that are watching and local you know, look, Boston Bruin fans and so on, uh, what can you tell us about them? Well, Trent, uh, you know, a first-round pick two years ago, had a tremendous freshman year. He was Rookie of the Year in the Big Ten. Um, I actually thought at the end of the season that he might sign. Uh, I think he's good enough to play in the NHL right now, uh, so we're obviously very happy to have him back. Uh, just a solid two-way center with a lot of offensive upside that I think a lot of people weren't sure he had. Uh, last night he scored a great one-timer goal. Uh, he's strong on pucks. Uh, he's very uh, creative on using his teammates, uh, so he'll be a great pro. Uh, Cameron's slippery. Cameron Hughes is a guy that uh, uh, is hard to get your hands on. You know, he's, he slithers through the ice nice and uh, uh, nice and effortless uh, and uses his teammates well as well. Exceptional. So he, he's uh, uh, coming off of an injury. that had some rehab over the summer. Uh, but uh, I think both those guys will have, especially Trent being that first round pick, he's going to have a great opportunity to play a lot of years with the Bruins and I think Cameron has an opportunity to do a real good job in their organization as well. So the two guys obviously were very proud of Tony, uh, there's a new NHL franchise in Las Vegas. Uh, I'd like to get your thoughts on that whole situation there with them uh, playing their home debut in, in light of the tragedy that just happened out there. What are your thoughts on that whole situation? Well, it was very emotional, I think, for everybody to have to watch um, You know, their opening night there and realize it's only a couple blocks away from where, um, where it all happened. Um, and, you know, I... I, I Derek Anglin's a friend of mine, one of their players there, and, and uh, James Neal and Marc Andre Fleury, guys that uh, that I coached, uh, that I know really well. You know, that's their home. So, so you realize when you see things like that happen, and you know people that were part of it or affected by it, it, it hits home pretty good. So, uh, you know, I thought the city did a great job on their response and rebound and. And I think our, our country and really the world has in supporting them uh, through their grief. And, and uh, you know, I think all we can do is keep our thoughts and prayers because it, it doesn't end for the people that were involved in it. That'll last for a lifetime. And, and uh, you know, um, I think that's all, all, all you can say about that. All right, Wisconsin at Merrimack tonight. What are one or two keys to the game tonight for your team? Well, I think establishing our forecheck and playing a little bit more in the offensive zone, I think that's something that we haven't done as well this year as we did last year. Um, so I, I, I think that'll be a big thing for us. Uh, the other thing, I think, and like I said earlier, I, you can't you know, get six or seven penalties in a building like this, and, and especially on the end of back-to-back game. we got to remember, we played last night, they didn't play. So we got to be real careful not to wear down. And, and when you get too many penalties and use the same guys over and over on the penalty kill, it, it's pretty taxing. So we got to be smart on how we play this game. Um, I think our team is, uh, uh, you know, in a position where we know we want to get better, and it's going to be a good challenge for us tonight. We know Merrimack, like I said, will be coming out full guns a-blazing.
Well, two pretty good games in Madison last year between these two teams. Expecting another one tonight. Tony, thanks so much for your time. We certainly appreciate it. Good luck tonight the rest of the way with the Badgers, and best, best of luck as well with Team USA. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. That's Tony Granato, head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers. John and I will be back with more right after this. You are listening to the Merrimack Hockey pregame show sponsored by TSR Hockey right here on the Merrimack Sports Network.